A road-raging Florida man threw a barbecue at the police. The largest python ever was caught in Florida. A steakhouse closes after they find meth in the soy sauce. And a Florida man threatened to kill people over free pizza. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast recorded by a comedian in a very hot closet. And the only daily weird news podcast that does Florida Friday. That's right. All the weird news out of one state, Florida. A Florida man has road rage, throws a barbecue at the deputies. Brevard County, Florida, a man is behind bars after a road rage fit that included intentionally ramming into various vehicles, striking the vehicles with a tire iron, and even throwing props at deputies. Let's find out how this occurred. No sense asking why, but how is is what we're going to get here. We all know the why. The why is Florida man. This guy's got Florida man brain. The incidents occurred on Tuesday morning near the intersection of School Street and Bay Avenue. You guys know the area. I don't recommend going there. People will hit you with a tire iron in this particular zip code. Raymond is in custody. Raymond Hoffman, the Florida man, star of the story, faces several charges, including resisting some arrests, aggravated assaults, on law enforcement officers and other charges related to his alleged road rage fit. I can understand road rage. I live in Los Angeles, California, where the traffic is horrible. I often have very, uh, I guess you would say, uh, miniature road rage fits. I I rarely have had a supersized road rage fit like this Florida man, Raymond. He reportedly parked his Chevy Tahoe in the middle of the street. He's like, screw it. I'm not driving anymore. Everyone else is driving incorrectly. I'm going to stop my car in the middle of the street. Uh, Then he rammed into some cars as they tried to go around him. He tried to stop traffic entirely. No one's going nowhere. Uh, He rammed his car into others. He got out of his car, began to strike the passing cars with a tire iron, taking some swings like it was batting practice. He broke the driver's side window of a passing truck, and the tire iron got stuck in the glass. Deputies shared a photo of this truck that was damaged. 911 callers reported the Florida man was also armed with a weapon, a nail gun. Strange weapon when you can have a real gun in Florida. Most people have real guns. You can carry them now on your person everywhere you go. And they come in handy during road rage fits. He must have forgot it at home. He had a nail gun, and he was threatening victims at the scene. That was when the county deputies arrived. They found him at the time armed with a crowbar and the nail gun. When the deputies saw that he had these dangerous accoutrements, they said, please drop it, to which the Florida man responded with, quote, you will have to kill me. You're going to have to kill me. He then threw the weapons, quote, onto the ground and fled on foot. So what do you... What he really meant was, you're going to have to catch me and then kill me. During the foot race, the Florida man reportedly threw a chair at the deputies, followed by an entire barbecue. This guy's very strong to throw a barbecue. A whole barbecue or was it just a little hibachi? I, I got questions, guys. I think we can all agree this is a terrible waste of a, of a damn good barbecue. And in the summertime, no less, when you could use a barbecue. Uh, it would have been great if he offered to cook the deputies something. 
So you're gonna have to kill me, but first I'm gonna make you some wings. The longest python ever was caught in Florida. 19 feet, 125 pounds of pure muscle. It's hard to believe, but this was the length and the weight of an impressive and invasive python that was just captured in Naples, Florida. And to make things crazier, some of the guys who caught this python never went python hunting before. Well, you know, you don't have to go python hunting. They hunt for you in Florida. And then if you want to save yourself, you have to become a python hunter. You know, you're out there fishing. You don't expect to be a python hunter. You're like, I'm just trying to catch some bass. All of a sudden, oh, I guess I'm going to be a python hunter for a little while to save my life. They're everywhere. Jake Willeary is the Florida man that caught this python with his friends. He's got a mother named Anna. She woke up to a rather peculiar text in the middle of the night. Here's her quote. Well, you know, you wake up to a text. You see a picture of them, you know, with, with his friends, with the snake draped across the shoulders. And you think, well, that's great. And then the, the, later the next morning, you, you watch the video. I see Jake having to literally throw himself at that python and capture it by himself. Oh, that's when my heart stopped. Oh, for my poor Jake. Now, Florida man Jake, also known as Jake the Python Hunter, he wasn't expecting to face such a ravenous reptile. Here's a quote from Jake. We were getting ourselves into a fight that was a little bit trickier than we first anticipated. Wow, this snake was strong. Well, it certainly is impressive. Jake and his friends caught the longest python ever measured in Florida history. Jake and his buddy even made the local news as a picture of them holding this 20-year-old female python who wasn't easy to catch, according to the friends. We have a quote here from Stephen, who's a python hunter. This one just blew me away when I came up to it and saw what he had caught. Oh, my goodness. Can't use a net for this one. Nope. And now here's a quote from Jake about how it all went down. Well, I originally walked up to it thinking I could just come behind it and grab its head like a normal grab. But then the snake went absolutely crazy. It was trying to wrap me up, trying to strangle me, trying to strangle my friends. Well, luckily, we were able to pull it off. And, you know. We were able to capture this thing pretty safely, I have to say. I personally, I'm simply amazed that a guy would just walk up to a 20-foot-long python and just grab its head. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the cojones on this dude. Uh, says here, Jake's friends had never been in python hunting before either. Jake said, I think we all got the true Florida experience with this one. The snake was already measured by the Southwest Florida Conservancy and confirmed to be the longest ever captured in the state. Now the Conservancy wants to run some tests and find out more about this python. Yeah, you should study it closely. You should open up its belly and see how many Florida children are in there. Uh, I like Florida Fridays. <laughs> it's cool. A Florida steakhouse is closing after they found meth in the soy sauce. Yeah, this is the most Florida story ever. Pace, Florida, the owners of a Japanese steakhouse on Florida's Panhandle, announced that their restaurant has to close. This is weeks after an investigation determined that some of the soy sauce had been contaminated with methamphetamine. How terrible! Oh, Awful. We want justice. We want justice. 
And sauce. We want more sauce. If we could get some more sauce, please. <laughs> we were really addicted to the sauce for some reason. The Nico Japanese Steak and Sushi Bar in Pace, Florida, was investigated by the Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office. This was after seven people were hospitalized after eating at the restaurant. Detectives say that two soy sauce bottles and unopened to-go packets of soy sauce that were tested came back positive for methamphetamine. The seven patients were tested and treated at the medical center. Blood work determined that they had ingested methamphetamine, and the food was also tested at the hospital and also came back positive for meth as well. And now we got a quote from Sheriff Bob Johnson, who was on the scene. Well, you know, you get scared, obviously. It worries you that somebody may be tampering with food services and, 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 and things of, of that nature or this nature. I myself like Japanese steakhouses. I like my Chinese food as well. There's a lot of sugary substances in these foods and not so great on my, my diabetes situation. But, you know, to, to imagine that you're also going to get a dose of meth with your soy sauce, I mean, that'll just throw you for a loop on a Sunday now, won't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, meth. Now, after all of this investigation, turns out no charges are being filed because the deputies were unable to determine who contaminated the food, who put their meth in the in the soy sauce. Uh, this was due to a lack of witness observations and surveillance footage. I guess they asked some of the employees, "Hey, did you notice anybody putting meth in the soy sauce? Did you put meth in the soy sauce?" Nobody knows who put the meth in the soy sauce. It's a terrible waste of meth, if you ask me. If you have meth on you, you, you don't throw it into soy sauce. There's got to be something wrong with this individual. Uh, on Friday, the owners of the restaurant announced in a Facebook post, sadly, that their business would now be closing after more than 10 years and many, many drug deals. They wrote that the restaurant was shuttering because they were unable to s sustain the cost to stay open. Yeah, no mention of the methamphetamines. The owners say they cooperated with the authorities, but said that they have been brutally harassed by media outlets such as Weird AF News. <laughs> no, they didn't say that, but various media outlets, they say, for this meth in the soy sauce situation. Oh no, the poor steakhouse was harassed over the meth. By harassed, they mean a lot of customers were showing up <laughs> asking for soy sauce packets to go. <laughs> This story reminds me of the cocaine hot dog that I covered a few weeks ago. You guys remember the hot dog that was found with cocaine in it? Um, it's nice to know you can get your hardcore drugs at these fast food restaurants. Makes it, makes, makes it a lot easier, doesn't it? I'd imagine a lot of people left this Japanese steakhouse feeling a little uh, amped up. <laughs> I'm not sure what it is about that place, but after I leave, I just want to uh, clean the garage till 4 a.m. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yay! A Florida man is going to jail after threatening to kill people over free pizza. Who would have thought? Free pizza is supposed to make you happy, not this guy. Or maybe he just wanted all the pizza for himself. Let's find out. 
A man is accused of pointing a loaded gun at several patrons, threatening to kill them after they accepted free pizza at a Cuban restaurant. It's a strange thing to give out at a Cuban restaurant. You would think that they would be serving free Cuban sandwiches or maybe Cuban cigars, not free pizza. Christian Andrade Banagas, age 35, pleaded no contest to aggravated assault. They sentenced him to a year in prison with some credit for time served. Following some probation, they have further ordered him to forfeit his weapon. Yeah, you should forfeit your weapon if you've used it to threaten several people over free pizza. You should just forfeit your weapon because you're a Florida man. (laughs) That's what I think anyways. All the Florida men are armed, though. you got to be very careful about where you accept free pizza. This guy's also ordered not to have any contact with the victims and to go to anger management course. Yeah, I don't know if anger management course is enough to fix whatever problem's going on with this Florida man. He was born in Honduras, it says here. It says two of the victims were subject to deportation. Oh, man, that's, that's a bad deal. One minute, you're getting some free pizza, right? You're like, America is great, free pizza, and at a Cuban restaurant of all places. Didn't expect this. Next thing you know, a guy's threatening to kill you over the free pizza. He's arrested, and then you get deported, and no pizza. Oh, it's a tough life. The article has a few more juicy details about what went down at the Cuban restaurant. It says here, the Florida man Christian, according to witnesses, pulled out a machine gun, quote, machine gun. Wow. That's a little over the top. It says here, the Florida man pointed the machine gun at several patrons eating at the Cuban restaurant. It says here, the Florida man became upset because those accepting the pizza from the restaurant had already eaten their food. How strange. Oh, it's all becoming more rational now. This guy's like, you guys already ate, right? Why should you get free pizza? You already ate here. At the Cuban restaurant, I've been here, and I haven't gotten any free pizza, and I haven't eaten yet. I should get the free pizza while I'm waiting for my food. Uh, You know what? Uh, There's a way to solve this that's much more reasonable, and that is my machine gun. As you can imagine, there was a hoopla. One minute, it's free pizza. Everybody's celebrating. Next minute, there's a machine gun in your face. The deputies arrived, and a patron who recorded this incident played the footage for the authorities. And the detectives found our Florida man, Christian. They also found an assault rifle in his pickup truck. The detectives examined the firearm. They noticed that it had a magazine similar to those used in assault rifles with several pellets loaded. An air gun scope mounted to the top and no other indicators that, would, that wouldn't make it a real firearm. So, sounds like it's a pellet gun then, not a real, quote, machine gun. But, you know, admittedly, those things look pretty machine gun-like. Those paint guns, pellet guns, they make them pretty beefy these days. And they, they hurt quite a bit. They've, have you been to paintball recently? Uh, if, if you use the guns that are provided by the paintball place, they, they don't hurt as much. But then when you come upon someone who's a professional, they're using one of these high-powered bad boys like the Florida man has, no doubt. Those ones really hurt, man. Well, so I suppose this story then, uh, being that it's a pellet gun, uh, took a strange turn. But I, you know, I can't make sense of anything going on in Florida. Can you? Can you make sense of it? If you can, call the show 646-450-2012. Can we get some free pizza delivered to the prison? If you Google Florida man and then a question, strange things come up. I just asked, what does a Florida man eat? The first thing to come up 
is titled Miami Cannibal Attack. You may have heard this story on May 26th, 2012. Rudy Eugene attacked Ronald Popo. This was a homeless man. This made headlines worldwide. During the 18-minute filmed encounter, Rudy accused Ronald of stealing his Bible. He then beat him. He removed his pants and bit off most of his face above his ear. As a result of the incident's shocking nature and subsequent worldwide media coverage, Rudy came to be dubbed the Miami Zombie, or also known as the Causeway Cannibal. Just another reason to stay away from Florida. They bite your face off, apparently. <laughs> Thanks, Google. Yay! Recording the news in my hot California closet. It's such weird news. Today is Florida news. Do, do. Plenty of room in my hot California closet. Just kidding. No room. Just can fit myself a microphone and a laptop. Uh, barely got any clothes in here because I'm like, I got to put the clothes in a drawer because I got to use this closet for production purposes. But one day I'll outgrow this place, guys. We're doing it. I'll just keep building it and building it. Maybe in 20 years I'll have a, a larger area to record in with some soundproofing. That would be pretty sweet. Anyways, I'm rambling because it's Friday and I'm highly caffeinated. Why are you caffeinated, Jonesy? Why so caffeinated? Well, I'm always caffeinated and it's thanks in partly to my loyal listeners who buy me coffee off my website occasionally. Weirdafnews.com is where you can go to buy Jonesy a coffee. You know who bought me a coffee? Lana. Lana bought me a coffee and wrote a nice little message. Lana wrote, Jonesy, please wish Flynn Brady a happy birthday today. We listen to Florida Friday every Saturday morning here in the UK, and it always cracks us up. Thanks for the laughs, and enjoy the coffee, my friend. Isn't that sweet? Buy me coffee. Of course you get a happy birthday, Flynn Brady. Happy birthday to Flynn Brady, everybody. Sing Flynn a happy birthday. Uh, you, can, you can join me in the closet. We can all sing together for uh, Flynn's birthday and. I just, I'm, I'm so grateful for the coffee and I'm grateful that the Brady family listens to Florida Friday every Saturday morning and enjoys it all the way in the UK. Isn't that special? People all over the world learning about this terrible place called Florida. I don't know why people live there. It's so strange. <laughs> so, unless you like to hunt for pythons or get your face bit off, man. You want to get your face bit off? Come to Florida. They should put a, that in the Florida travel commercial. Oh, I got some coffees bought me from a longtime listener and longtime supporter of the podcast. Love her very much, her and her family. This is Lisa. Lisa from Finland. Lisa and her family also love Florida Friday. I introduced them. I've introduced Finland to Florida as well, as well as the UK. I'm introducing every, uh, the whole world to Florida and what goes on there. Lisa wrote, listening to Jonesy has gotten me through a week of boredom with my broken leg. Aww, poor Lisa with the broken leg. Can we get an aww, everybody? One, two, three. Aww. She writes, of course, everyone should listen to Jonesy daily anyway, but in case you find yourself trapped in bed and can't even get coffee without help, remember that laughter is the best medicine. Thanks for keeping me company, Jonesy. Love from Finland. Will you get this woman some coffee? I know she's listening probably on the smart speaker in the home. You can hear me. You get Lisa a coffee right now. You bring it over to her. And if it's hot, you put some ice in that shit. Poor girl with her broken leg. Well, we, we wish Lisa a very quick, speedy recovery from her leg so she can enjoy the rest of her summer. And I appreciate the support, Lisa. Thanks for being such a big fan. 
And if you guys that are listening would like to support the show, you can buy me coffee off the website, weirdafnews.com. You can also join the Patreon. That's a way to support. The Patreon can be joined on that website, or you can just go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews, or download the Patreon app on your smartphone and do a search for Weird AF News. Very easy to find. Or click on the link in the description. And I appreciate everybody keeping me caffeinated and listening to the show throughout the years. I've been highly caffeinated throughout the years. Haven't really had to spend my own money on coffee in a while, which is nice. I get free weed and free coffee doing what I do. Isn't that amazing? What a great life I have, right? I mean, you know, it, you know I'm stuck in this crappy apartment in Los Angeles because I can't afford much. But, I mean, I'm still getting free weed and coffee, so life is pretty damn good. And I must say, before I exit, I hope your life is going good. I hope you're having a great weekend, everybody, or you're about to, or you already have one. And, you know, just overall, I like to say, good luck with your life, man. You know, that's the other thing. Good luck with your life. It's important. You need luck in your life. We all need it, especially people in Florida.